the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Bible Live Quiz Hour. It's time to test and grow your knowledge of the Bible. The entire Bible every year. On Sunday nights at 9, join us here for the Bible Live Quiz Hour. Sophie will ask questions from the Bible Live leaders. You call in with the correct answers and you win. It's just that simple. So get out your Bible, put on your thinking cap, and hit that speed dial. Because here's the host of The Bible Live. Your Apache Indian scout through the book of books, Soapy Dollar. Right. We are in the house, as it's saying. Yay. As really... That's the cool people say. Yes. I'm in the house. Back in the house. Back in the house. In your That's case, true. Dad. Well, thank you, John. Welcome yes. back. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. And thank you for hosting our program last week. Well, uh, you, did the, you did the heavy work, the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, actu- actually, the Bible did the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to thank God for that, right? That's what Thanksgiving is all about. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting uh, train of thought. It's always interesting when people are uh, celebrating Thanksgiving and talk about it to you, and oh, we, we're so thankful. And, and then you ask them, "Well, who are you thankful to?" Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, we're just <laughs> a parent. <laughs> Well, ultimately, we've got to be thankful to God. And that's one of the things that Paul said in the book of Romans that said that the people outside the faith. There, there are some certain characteristics of people. Hmm, I preached a sermon one time. There's <laughs> okay. the old man telling some of his stories. Right. I preached a sermon one time that said, I think I said something like seven ways to know if you're going to hell. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. It, it just occurred to me. Only In seven. the Bible, there are certain characteristics, clear char- characteristics of God's people. Mm-hmm. For example, one, they're thankful mm-hmm. that, you know, I, uh, I hadn't been a Christian more than maybe a, an hour, and all of a sudden I had a new sense of gratitude for mm-hmm. everything. You mm-hmm. know, uh, it, it just comes a part of being mm-hmm. dependent on God and and coming to know Him and being invited into His family. That on that level, that just kind of fills your heart with. Well, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. you find you begin to see yeah. how good God's been and life had been to you. Yes. So that's one. 
and I want oh, maybe sometime I'll, I'll see what the, the other, other six. I tell you <laughs> what, let's put that out as a question. Okay. Uh, for our listeners, I want I want you to tell me what are six more clear biblical biblical basic characteristic of a Christian, okay. of one who comes to know God and a, 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 in a relationship. What are one, tell me what are one of his characteristics, and being thankful is one of them, because okay. that's in the Bible. Now then you can call me and tell me, what do you think, Another characteristic of a of a born again person is, okay. yes, we're generalizing, but it, it's it, there will be a biblical foundation mm-hmm. for it probably, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens. Seven uh, char- okay. six more characteristic of God's people. Okay, two one zero. Three four zero nine five eight five. First, you'll know the phone number. No, I'm, I'm teasing. But uh, two one zero three four zero nine five eight five. Yeah, this is the Bible Live. Dad is back in the studio. If you did uh, listen or hear last week, um, John mentioned uh, that he had specifically. I hope you don't mind, Dad, kind of putting it out there. But um, so he had a stroke, and it was a hemorrhage stroke. Uh, it was a pretty back in February, so yeah. about nine months ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just this past week, um, that stroke affected the right side of his body complete all just physical so um cognitive everything i think <laughs> is <Yeah>. there <laughs> if he says anything crazy dad will blame the stroke worse than the word, <laughs> that's worse. for sure um but so his uh speech and the right side was affected and he has been working really hard and um has gained a lot of motion and strength on that right hand side and his speech is getting better well last week he woke up actually twice on wednesday and then on sunday with the left side having just his his arm mostly being affected in his hand and so we were really nervous about oh is this is this a mini stroke is this another stroke what and so went in to I can't button my pants anymore can't button (laughs) (laughs) or my my shirt that's just probably let's stick with shirt Um, and so went to North Central and they were wonderful and it looks like it sounds like it's something neurological so it is not stroke related perhaps it's Maybe you've been using the left side a little bit more because the right side is, and so maybe there's something Could there. Be. But he'll be going in tomorrow to find out a little bit more. But it thank was you. The owner know yes. which okay. is the funny bone. Your funny bone. Now I just thought oh. that was that was tremendous. If I were to die from your funny bone. Uh, hurting my funny <laughs> bone, I thought that. Hey, would, that, that is would a really be... great segue, actually, into okay. this reading because we open in Genesis twenty-one this past week, where we talk about Abraham and si- Sarah's son Isaac, which means. means- Laughter. laughter. Yes. <laughs> so, which, and that's kind of a big theme, actually, of course, more in the first reading. So, so John took us, we were both so sad and so sorry to miss 
um, the week that we did miss because we were talking and celebrating another year. Another so that year was of the beginning. The, this yes. is our year number 23. Yes. And so last week, um, we just reviewed, and on the Sunday program, I hope you did get to hear and listen. It's a, always a real treat, I think, actually, mm-hmm. to have the what is typically only aired online at thebiblelive.com or biblelive.com during the week. We just played the readings last Sunday, and John kind of introed and brought us into those. Um, but you got to listen to... Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, um, starting another year of going through Scripture. And so I think y'all went through Monday's reading, Tuesday's, and Thursday's. And so you got through um, some really great things, of course, creation, uh, the Tower of uh, the Flood, Mm -hmm. the Tower of Babel, and then that first covenant, uh, the Blood Path Covenant with Abraham. Uh, all very exciting things, all very foundational. I mean, these are stories that we've gotten so used to. But when you really dig in and think about the questions that those stories answer in terms of our beginnings, is man basically good or is man basically evil? What's God's relationship with us? Does he Is he personal or is he... Uh, not as he just let things go. Genesis answers all of those. (laughs) He is very personal. He loves us very much. He, um, man was essentially good. And then there's sin into the world. Our anthropology is... And what is God's plan for correcting that mistake? Right. We see it right at the beginning, what that plan is. I call that the redemptive plan, in case anyone does Redemption means... You redeem something, you buy it back. Mm-hmm. Remember, now you won't remember this, Stacey, and none of the young people will. Oh, I'm <coughs> young anymore. <laughs> I think some of the older folk will remember S&H green stamps. Okay, no, I don't remember S- that. You went <laughs> to the grocery store, you buy your groceries and everything, and with the groceries, according to how much you bought, you get a trip of a stamps. Oh, okay. And then he would have a SNH green stamp book, and he'd fill a book up. When he got the book up, he turned it in, and you get it. money or or something, yeah, value. Neat. And okay. uh, so th- they would say you you redeem your stamps. You're redeeming. You're getting, and. Uh, this is God's Genesis. He's buying is, us back. It's the beginning, but it is really, uh, let's say, on the stage of history, it is setting up the the the, the setting of mm-hmm. history, it's putting mm-hmm. in place the fundamental pl- uh, pieces of furniture mm-hmm. and so on that the whole play is going to re- go around. In mm-hmm. Genesis lays out that those formative uh, aspects of life and formative aspects of God tells us about himself. He tells us about us as human beings. And he tells about the redemptive process that he puts in place. Mm -hmm. 
and that he's going to use throughout history for millions, even billions, perhaps trillions of human beings to come into God's family Mm -hmm. to be redeemed. And he lays it all out yes. in Genesis. And, yes, it's and all it there. also reveals um, so much of his essence and his character mm-hmm. and who God is. Um, right at the very, you know, you, you tend to think of maybe because it's more of a modern, loosely modern term, the Trinity. You think of Trinity yeah. as something, yeah. which the term is. I used to know it was actually on an Adventures and Odyssey. And one of their later episodes, more recent episodes, I mean, they have uh, it's on the Trinity, and it's well, really some fascinating. of our listeners, my dear, according to our conversation in the car, more of our listeners now do not know what Odyssey is. Adventures in Odyssey. The Adventures of Odyssey than do. <laughs> so you better tell them what oh, Adventures, Adventures in of Odyssey. Odyssey is. Who doesn't know? It's only the greatest radio drama ever. <laughs> I love. I'm an Adventures in Odyssey baby. Uh, I've listened to it since. Yeah. Oh, the, the three boys, yes. two boys, and you. Yeah. They're, all they're in- great. I love. So it's a focus on the family production, and it, I mean, it is sad. Let's see. The very first episode was in the mid '80s, I believe, maybe '89, and. Uh, they're about Nobody to record. Nobody knows who's focusing on yes, the family. Yes, they do. Now, now you're silly. Oh, <laughs> yes, they yeah, do. Okay. Right? Yes, we know. Focus on the family. We have a, a airs on this station, I oh, believe. Good, I'm sure good. they have it's a... still on. Yes. Um, but they have a radio drama. Their thousandth episode, actually, is going to be recorded this summer. Their headquarters are in Colorado Springs. A lot of the initial actors and the voiceover are very talented um, team. Many of them have re- have have died now, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so Connie, who's one of the main characters, that I think still the only lead voice that started with them and um but anyway they have and so they actually told in this trinity episode the very first the year and the first time that the the term trinity was used and is taken Mm. but we see it in genesis one let's see is it one one yes um that the you see the spirit hovered over the face of the earth let's and then when it comes to creation let us us make man in our image um so we already see this kind of unique nature Mm -hmm. that has come to be the the triune nature for god Elohim is plural. Mm, and, yeah. uh, whereas I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, the verb you is singular. Oh, nice. Right. Elohim and the verb yes. acted in unity and harmony right. one. Right. So the idea of the, the plurality, the plurality of the Godhead, it's really all through the script, the yeah. scriptures, yes. and each of the persons of the Godhead, they're never described as a thing. Uh, the Holy Spirit, and so on, they're not described. They are <coughs> always referred to in personal terms, mm-hmm. personal right. pronouns, mm-hmm. and they are attributed all the characteristics of personhood, mm-hmm. intellect. Emotion and 
will. Mm -hmm. And so they have all the attributes of personhood, each of them, Mm -hmm. and each has all the attributes of deity as well, omnipresent, omniscient, Mm -hmm. um, uh, and so on, all the omnis, you know. (laughs) Uh, So the God of the Bible is indeed, it seems to be clearly uh, a, a God, unlike, I would say it this way, unlike any, unlike a God that anyone would just invent. Right. The gods we just invent are easily seen. Uh, Apollos, mm-hmm. Ares, Zeus, mm-hmm. they're human beings mm-hmm. just made mm-hmm. bigger and uh and they Stronger. have all the characteristics mm-hmm. of, of humans that just do it More. in a higher plane, <laughs> evidently. Right. evidently. Whereas, but um, yes. uh, the God of the Bible, uh, three persons, but so united in their love for each other, so their their character, their uh, their purpose, their intention, and their action, mm-hmm. they act to in absolute perfect harmony and oneness and, and that we can truly know them as one God. Mm-hmm. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the foundational truths. And we start in Genesis, but we see it throughout the scriptures mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Now, Jacob's on the line, right? Yes, we Let, do have Let's a call. get Jacob on the phone mm-hmm. and see what he... What in the world did that man want on the, on the, about the Bible live tonight? I, do I thought this was a, I thought this was a drive-up window when I was getting an Arby's. Oh, oh uh, you want that with fries? That or? sounds nice. Uh, yeah, a large size. Of, curly, yeah, hi, Sophie. Curly hi, Sophie. Fries. Hi, Stacy. Hello, yeah. Jacob. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to talk to you, Jacob. Well, yes, yeah, sir. Hey, listen, I have one really interesting point I'd like to call and tell you about. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's on the news, and it's like on YouTube. You can find it. This is fascinating, and we almost thought to hear some music in the background, but <laughs> well, we don't want to get too spooky. Uh, yeah, well, John took a little break from the room, and so we were, none of us had that talent. <laughs> uh, well, imagine. Well, here's, uh, here's what I want to tell you. There's something. I don't know if you, of course, we all know about the war with Gaza and the Muslims. Right, and Israel. Yeah. Okay, but in Gaza, starting yesterday, and I've been watching the films, and there's a great big lightning and thunderstorm over Gaza alone. Mm. And I've watched some of the lightning bolts. You can actually go on YouTube and see them. And the lightning bolts are like like lightning bolts I've never seen. And pardon me, and what's happening also is since they've opened up the entrances to so many of those tunnels, what's happening is it's such heavy rain, the rain has been going down in the tunnels and drowning the Hamas soldiers, and 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 the few Hamas soldiers that did manage to escape, they were watching them, of course, with drones, and they'd followed to where they ran to because they'd run to you know a Hamas hideout, so right. they found the remaining hideouts that way. But wow. the thing that's so remarkable is that this rain and this flood 
and you know, I, I, we've been watching it, Cricket and I've been watching it on TV, and we've been watching it on YouTube, and some of the lightning bolts, I mean, it's some of the brightest and thickest lightning bolts. I've really never seen anything like this before. Mm-hmm. And the thunderstorm is right over Gaza. Oh, wow. That's amazing. It really is remarkable in this mm. in this climate, excuse the pun, that we have today. <laughs> there, it, it's just, it reminds me of Elijah, of Elijah kind of, that yeah, sort of Elijah a, and the a very Genesis type. Our prayers are with people. I pr- frankly, I pay for, I pray for the poor, innocent people, mm-hmm. uh, many of them in Gaza that are good. Mm-hmm. Being held Palestinian, they don't hate anybody, they're just working. And I, and I hate that they're getting used and, and being hid behind by Hamas for purposes, political purposes mm-hmm. or whatever. And then the court for the people of Israel being bombed. <coughs> oh. It's just a, a terrible situation mm-hmm. that, that I, would, I would like mm-hmm. both sides well, you know, to experience I, I peace. Yeah, I have a, a quasi, you know, a quasi friend, a nice guy. I know he's Egyptian. He's married to a Palestinian woman over here. Mm-hmm. And he said he always has to get to an argument with his wife because she always uses the children for a shield. That's a joke. That's a joke. Uh, yeah, well. The joke had got to be told in another environment, I think, <laughs> because uh, it, it's terrible. I, I <laughs> I, I just it does it. I mean, the it, loss it, of life, and, right? But that is exactly what we pray. I mean, the, if if God's doing that, I mean, He that is our prayer. Somehow, in some way, that God would be able to target truly those that are culpable, that are the I mean, the yeah. evil here, and and that is the hard thing is how how. Does Israel go after those that are doing this without getting yeah. innocent people involved? And well, there you go. If because they're hiding in the these tunnels, um, yeah. that's one way is flood flood them out in a way that we would never be able to do. Oh, I pray. You know, one, yeah, one thing that really bothered me was talking about the innocent Palestinians. Our heart goes out to them for sure, for yeah. sure. But you know, when they would. For a couple hours, like four hours, they gave them four hour stretches to leave. What happened, and trust me, this is exactly what's going on, is Hamas is shooting some of the innocent people, oh, the sure. Palestinians that are trying to leave, right. and they're stopping them from going. Oh, yeah. uh, we know that. Yeah, yeah. That has uh, been verified by oh. many sources. That's why I'm saying I, I suspect. I, I don't know how it is that we as Americans, you know, when you want your freedom, you stand up and take it, you know, and we wonder why don't these people uh, take up arms and resist Hamas and throw them out uh, like that Afghanistan. You're asking the Afghanistan to go to war and throw out the ta- Taliban. And I suppose it's just that their normal people just mm-hmm. trying to live their lives without infrastructure without infrastructure weapons mm-hmm. and so on are mm-hmm. are beleaguering them mm-hmm. and we think well just go against them it, I, I i guess i assume that that they just 
don't have the resources, the weapons, uh, maybe even, of course, uh, children, wives, and family, mm -hmm. maybe even the the courage or right. to try yeah, to oh, throw them out. But it's a terrible situation, mm -hmm. no doubt about mm -hmm. it. Well, I, I hear your music, and I'll let you go. I just want to tell you about that. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much for keeping us posted. I keep, keep it coming, those calls, because uh, sometimes we don't. All right. Thank you, Happy God Thanksgiving, bless, Jacob. You too. That is our music. So we will go into our first break. We'll come back. Um, this is The Bible Live. Um, we'd love to hear from you. What are the characteristics that mark a Christian, a believer? And uh, I think it's the only question out there. But we'll come back to Genesis, talk a little bit about Isaac, and um, more, and more of this beginning. And others. 210-340-9585. We will be back after this break. Genesis, yeah. Okay, they went on forward. And uh, uh, is that Spanish? No, that's Toots and the Maytals. It's reggae. Reggae, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking that maybe a Spanish song, like a Spanish rhythm at least. I'm going to try to slow down and speak more clearly. Uh, I can tell today I'm a little yeah. bit tired, but we'll continue. Now then, you have one question, and it is, uh, what are a characteristics, six characteristics of God's people? I turned it around and said that there are seven ways to know if you're going to hell. <laughs> now, folks, I don't, don't worry, I'm not the the, the hell kind. Uh, I, I'm worried about God's justice and his righteousness, and God will judge. Judge, I know that for a fact. But uh, it was kind of a... Right, exaggerate a, a little bit of a... Yeah, get yeah. a little bit of uh, interest in the sermon. But there are some characteristics that are laid out that are clearly... Uh, characteristics, characteristics of God's people. Mm -hmm. I, I mentioned one is gratitude. Thankfulness is clearly from the scriptures uh, not only uh, a characteristic of God's people, 
but it's mandated to be thankful in all things. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's part of uh, God's direction for our lives. Now, I'm tempted to give you another hint, another one, but I want to leave it out there for you. Give us a call, 210-340-9585. If you can give us another one of those characteristics, not just some characteristics that you think of and say, well, we all like ice cream, and <laughs> so we all... No, I'm talking one has a biblical basis to it. Uh, some characteristic of God's people. Maybe that that it's produced in us as we come into a relationship with God himself. So give us a call if you'd like to contribute, contribute to the program in this way. Now let's talk a way a little, Stacey, mm-hmm. through Genesis and uh, talk about the way we, it is formative formed to design and the foundation for uh, basically human history, the rest of human history being built on these solid principles that we know about God, about people, about men, and about God's redemptive plan for mankind. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's easy. Let's think of the, the big events. The first one is... Let there be light. Let there, uh, creation. You know, well, the creation. <laughs> yes, creation. God uh, creates the world and uh, the animal kingdom, the plant life. God is created by God. It isn't something that just uh, impersonal happened just by happenstance. Uh, one in a billion, billion, but... No, it's it's uh, it's God created mm-hmm. the heaven and actively the earth. involved and interested, mm-hmm. and then He created us in His and likeness. Then he created man, man in His in likeness. His likeness. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I think first and foremost, it is that volition, that awareness that man has. That um, free volition, they they a, a will, an active mm-hmm. part, and um, uniquely, and then and then he created. I mean Eve. That so I mean he says it's not good that man should be alone, mm-hmm. and so there's also kind of a hint of what God is doing in His care, who He is. He's imparting that in us, and so in that first. That he's not good, so I'm going to create a helper. And I think the term that's used there, a lot of times uh, women can maybe see that as derogatory or uh, a little helper, like uh, as if it's less than. But I think that term, this is from a Tim Keller sermon that he, when he talks about this, um, but I mean, it's the same term that is used for the Holy Spirit. Um, Helper Mm. is by no means a less than term. In fact, in order to effectively and to really help someone, you have to know more than them about a subject. A a math teacher is a helper. They're helping students to learn. They have to 
know more, if I'm trying to help somebody with get up the stairs, I hope that I can also get up the stairs yeah. better than they, with my daughter or you, Dad. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> but um, in other words, the That's helper right. is meant to be um, yes, actually more course. capable. Yeah. So it is by and, – and then when Adam – I think this is fun um, – you know, his response to Eve um, – I mean, he's just floored. He basically says, here is somebody just like me, but not me. It's me, but not me. And you can kind of almost say that same thing with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Here's me, but not me (laughs) in terms of the Trinity and the three persons and one God. Um, And so there is this even with man and woman within kind of the human creation there's this relational intentionality for oneness in the um, male and female I think that is very interesting in the study of what they call typology 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 is us at the end of the the redemptive plan of God, we see pictures of Mm -hmm. the Messiah, pictures of Jesus, pictures of God's redemptive plan, how it works, and so on, throughout the scriptures. And they will call uh, this the type of Christ. For example, Adam, uh, as the first man in first creation, is a type of Christ who is the last Adam, uh, the head of the new creation, a new uh, race of the redeemed. And Jesus is the firstborn of the twiceborn. So we see uh, that's why we have type. Now marriage, Adam and Eve's relationship was always seen as a type of God's salvation. God, uh, the husband and the bride of Christ, the bride the, is sought right. after. Right. So the, the, the Jesus is the new groom, the better, the right. Yeah. right, where we see uh, there was the initial, and then Jesus is the better of that. So Jesus, right, is the new Adam, who was, per- who was perfectly obedient to the Father and gives eternal right, life. right. Jesus is, well, we all, you know, the, I like this kind of the, the idea of the Tower of Babel. And uh, yeah. so all of these stories, you know, yeah. in Genesis, all of these, Noah, the Tower of Babel, Abraham, Melchizedek, we get Isaac, Jesus, we get, we have those, we see where it has gone wrong, but we see where God is Use it where yes, uh huh, and uh, so the Tower of Babel. Jesus is the new Tower of Babel. Who draw instead of separating and languages being a barrier, Jesus draws men of every tongue and tribe to Himself, and gives them access to heaven. So when we attempt it on ours, I I see. Yeah. Yes. um, Those are very interesting, and there are, I would say, hundreds of types of Christ, types of uh, the redemptive plan of God, and so on throughout the scriptures, Mm -hmm. Uh, types of the church, 
uh, of God people, different images of God's people, and so on. So you have to watch out. Um, we saw the creation of the world, the creation the of Jesus, um, uh, Adam and Eve, <laughs> and then they fell into sin. Mm-hmm. Um, we see the birth of of uh, uh, the t- the two Cain sons mm-hmm. that bring to bear the the uh, the, <laughs> the price of of redemption, and we find out that the the means of redemption, the means of being forgiven, it's going to be substitutionary. Atonement. Atonement. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to catch that because when Adam and Eve, and they were told this, when Adam and Eve sinned, an animal died to provide covering for them. Right away. Right away. The and they, the this, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. And then uh, Cain and Abel, Abel knew it. He understood it. And brought the sacrifice of a lamb. Mm-hmm. Cain did not do that, mm-hmm. uh, and so they knew that that was that was the lesson that, that was in that for them, and mm-hmm. they were to be obedient to mm-hmm. that. Uh, we could go on now. After the remember, no, Cain uh, killed Abel, and then another son is Seth. born to Eve. Mm-hmm. It, uh, Seth. Yeah is a, a type of Christ to replace the fallen state mm-hmm. of, of man, uh, the fallen <coughs> race of man. Mm-hmm. So the, the, there's a lot of typology we can mention. But let's go. Creation, man, uh, the fall, and then, then the you flood. see the, the expansion of the human race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You go through the chapter six, five, six, seven, eight, nine, the the expansion, and the thing starts happening that God knew would start happening. Some men, some people wanted God. They wanted to worship God, to know God, to please God, and others did not. And the human race began to break into because of this free will you mentioned they begin to break into this god people those not but in the environment they lived in all sticking together and doing going in lockstep at the race they wasn't too long before the whole race of mankind mm-hmm. had fallen into sin and only one man was found who still loved God, wanted God, and that was Noah. And so now we we come to that point. Now that in the, is in spite of the fact that God told Adam and Eve, spread out, multiply. I want you to be spread out over all the earth. In other words, God's intention would be that there would be... Uh, multiple uh, cultures, different people groups, some who live in the mountains, some who live on island, islands near the sea, 
others uh, lived in the desert, others lived in the prairies, and they would have, they would de develop different customs, different foods, different languages for the different things around them. His intent and purpose was that, but they did not obey his mandate to spread out and multiply. Then comes the flood. God's wrath, God's judgment fell on mankind. Noah becomes a type of Christ uh, and, and uh, holding up mankind through his in the ark, mm -hmm. and the ark becomes a cow of salvation. Mm -hmm. And it said God closed the door to the ark. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Noah. God closed the door. Mm -hmm. And so we had this. And then Noah come back, and he Noah is given the task. You must uh, spread out and multiply. Mm -hmm. God told him to do the same. Spread out, be diversified, mm -hmm. and but they didn't do it again. And they stayed stubbornly together, intentionally, because they didn't want to be, uh, they wanted to degrade uh, mankind. And uh, so, and we're told that in, in the text, mm -hmm. actually. And so they didn't spread out. And one, this time God had the solution. It confused their language. Mm -hmm. Now, I have talked to linguists. Uh, people who study the development development of languages over the years, and they have studied uh, what language proceeds from Latin, other languages proceed from Greek, etc., etc., and how languages develop and spread. <laughs> and they do point to a time, a period, when there were just all of a sudden a flowering of languages. It's, it's uh, a period of time in human history. Very interesting in light of the Tower of Babel. Yeah. Now, have we touched all the main, the main events? Um, well, and then we've got, the, and then Abram. Um, we get to yeah, chapter so we got 12. all the way to twenty-one uh -huh. in this last week, and so okay. yeah, Abram and then the covenant. Um, you have the the Noah, the covenant with Noah, and that's with uh, his family, and that he will save and provide for them, uh, and uh, and he does. He gets them through the flood and establishes a new, but then. And then it goes awry, like you said. Mm -hmm. And then God calls, and I, I think this is the more, this is the first time it's a personal. Mm -hmm. It's with Abraham, and through him, I will, I will create. There will be a nation, many, many nations. like the stars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, many nations. Um, and that is where we get that really beautiful. Um, the blood path and that covenant. Yes, that's I don't know if you wanted to talk about that, part. but we've talked about it Why don't quite a bit. You talk about okay. that a little, little bit more, just to remind yes. people, Abraham. Uh, and I think you know that, like you said, the idea of substitutionary atonement. I mean, right off, uh, we see that idea that I think more than anything, though, it's not so much 
I don't know if it's understood as substitutionary atonement. I mean, if Adam and Eve were like, no. oh, that's – or is that's it much – Substitutionary atonement happening. Or if they just saw that, hey, our <sighs> disobedience is causing pain and suffering and death. Not, our disobedience is causing pain and suffering and death, not just in our – relationship with God, but somebody had to die who is yes. innocent because of what we did. A Here, this, this animal, paid. a price is yeah. paid. There are consequences to sin. Death has set into this world because of what we did. And they saw it by this animal having to be killed in order to give them clothing. Um, so you see that. And then by the time you get to Abraham, as a, a custom of the time was that when you have a binding covenant that it is so important that you put, you know, you stake your life on it. I promise this. Um, otherwise, and if I don't deliver, you can, you, you, I mean, you can, um, I, my life is at stake. You can kill me if I don't. That's how important this covenant is. They would do what's called a blood path. And you would take, I think, a it's a ram, a cat, I think, a bull, a dove, a pigeon. You know, I think the it's four or five animals. Are yes. listed they are listed. Yes. chapter, chapter fifteen. Fifteen, and you would cut those in half, so they would have to they would die, and you would uh, um, create a a path, put the animals on either side. And then when it was kind of, it was your turn to make the promise, you would symbolically walk through that path as a picture of, if I don't live up to this, if I do not keep my promise, you can do to me what has been done here. And I'm, so I'm putting my life on this. Well, um, God, uh, you know, as far as the Abraham, I would, I would think for Abraham, this is a, this is, you know, here God <laughs> comes yeah. to you and says, I will do this. This is, I was, I, I would, I want to make this, I have a proposal, right? I'm going to, so in a way, Abraham's, like, I would think, like, that's amazing. Uh, of course. I mean, this is an offer I cannot refuse. I dare not refuse. At the same time, how dreadful um, because – and you can read this in the passage. Mm -hmm. It says that when it came time for Abraham – so first uh, God in the form of I think – I can't remember which one goes first, but um, maybe it was fire – you see that Abraham sees, and it goes through the path, right? And so then that means that that's kind of God, the picture of him uh, making this promise. Well, then it's time for Abraham to walk that path. And it says a great heaviness came upon him. Basically, I think it's like he is scared to death yeah. <laughs> because he knows there's no way he's going to be actually able to live up to this. He's He knows he's imperfect and probably not capable of living a life of complete obedience and doing exactly what this God is commanding of him. And so he's basically dooming himself to death if he walks through that because he's saying, well, God can kill me if I don't live up to it. So this great heaviness comes upon him. And before he can walk and make his step, God stops him and God walks through again. And the idea here, and I'm sure Abraham understood this, and this is where we first get an indication of, okay, 
So God's saying, if I don't live up to this promise, I, I stake my life on it, you can kill me. But Abraham, if you don't live up to this, you can, I will take your punishment. You can kill me. So it wasn't Abraham that was doing himself and that, that, that it was, it was God. It was in that moment that God says, I will bear that punishment. So no matter what, each side of this promise, you don't have to fear. I'll take the hit. <laughs> and so even then, from that very beginning, Abraham's loyalty, his his desire to obey God, his obedience wasn't from a place of fear or um, this God's going to kill me or this. It was a wow. It was the, he, grace. It was grace that motivated. Mercy. Yes. Sorry, that was a lot longer that than I really meant it to is, be. But it's oh, that's just, so important that people see it. Right. A lot, a lot of folks don't know about Genesis 15 and how important that yes. actually. That we, is. We got to mention, too, that after Adam and Eve sinned, Genesis 3.15 was the first promise the 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 that one who's going to make it that's happen right. was the right. Messiah, that's right. and the he one will. who was going to crush Satan's yes. head, but he would be wounded right. on our behalf. Yeah. That's the first verbal prediction right. of the Messiah. Yes. The first symbolic symbolic prediction was the, the animal that was slain to cover them. Oh, right, yes. Wow, right away, right away. It's right all away. about Jesus. Well, that is our music for our second break. So we have to get into this break, but this is The Bible Live, and we will come back and talk more about Genesis uh, and Jesus. That helps you to smile when you're blue. Give thanks for the birds in the springtime singing their song to cheer you along the raindrops bring happy hours God's teardrops to bless the flowers give thanks every day when you kneel and pray and give thanks for your blessing each day. Good night from Mo. Good night from Larry. Good night from Joe. Good, Good night from the Three Stooges. Sleep tight, kids. Good night. says it's a good thing to give thanks to the Lord. Amen. I come before you today And there's just one thing that I want to say Let's 
Thank you, Lord, for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's right. That's great, Lord. It sounds uh, like Pat, like the Passion Group, or One Day, it sounds like. But that was great. Thank you, John. <laughs> and thank you, Lord. <laughs> of the other song of the, uh, <coughs> the, the the Ten Lepers. There were ten men who were in the Bible. All healed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And only but one only returned. One returned. He said, I've I just got something to say. <laughs> I just wanna... uh, well, this is the Bible Live. Uh, thank you so much for listening, for coming <laughs> along with us. Um, this is our third and final segment. We're going to be hopefully getting through a lot of Genesis now. Sorry, we kind of did a little bit of a review. We were out last week and so just did the readings from the first uh, 20 ver- um, chapters of Genesis. So we will now try and cover 21 through 36 uh, just before Joseph. So we'll get from um, Abraham and Sarah, the promise of uh, Isaac, and then all the way through Jacob. But I believe we have a caller. Yes. Right. Um, Alan, I believe, is on the line. Thanks for hanging in there for so long. Sorry I'm about look, that. Looking forward to yes. this. Hi, Alan. Hi. Oh, there I'm you glad is. to join you tonight. The question you have, you put out is characters of yes. God's people. Yes. yes. It? Well, God's people is, is faithful. That would I think that would qualify because faith is a characteristic that is one of the basics that laid down in Genesis that we see that faith Abraham believed God and by faith, and by faith and Noah count, count uh, unto him its righteousness mm-hmm. righteousness. Noah by faith. So faith is fundamental. Gratitude is fundamental. Can you name another one or two? Well, I I first thought of obedience. Hmm. I'm not sure of that one. (laughs) Uh, We want to be, and we are growing (laughs) in that way to be obedient. Uh, but I was reading the- we'll take it under advisement. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would be, maybe what would be God, underneath God, obedience? God, people were obedient, uh, and, and God blessed them. Deuteronomy mm-hmm. 28. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. When they stopped being obedient, then he, he stopped uh, blessing them. Mm-hmm. I think... And he judged them. Yeah. Well, Do you think that's that there's not a- one of the ones... That- that I was thinking of in the sense of a biblical characteristic, uh, like you said, gratitude are you is thinking, clearly one that... Right. Are lists, you thinking of maybe like what the heart posture is that would lead to obedience? Yeah. So maybe it would be like, okay, well, what is the heart's posture that gives a person the desire oh, to yeah. be obedient? To I'll be give obedient. you a hint. God resists 
This group. One group, and he lifts up another. <laughs> Do you remember that verse? Uh, resist the proud. Yeah. And he raises up the, uh, the humble. Humble. Yes. Yeah. Humility is one Humility. of those characteristics. Uh, I think that it's seen um, almost automatically mm-hmm. in uh, God's people, those who sincerely, genuinely experience okay. forgiveness and clean, cleansing. There's a brokenness about us that uh, I think God honors the, the brokenhearted, the lowly, oh. and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's more well. Those are good, Alan, and, and I'll take that I, obedient <laughs> under advisement. I, I don't think this I, is I, a very. That's a moving list. A I didn't start listening till thirty minutes after we started oh. this evening, but I wanted to make a comment. Well, that is good. That's good. Oh yeah, no, go ahead, reading, please do. On the reading in Genesis one. Okay. Can I? Oh sure, please yes. Well, you know, when in Genesis one twenty six says, "When God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness, mm-hmm. rule over the fish of the sea.'" And then at the end, right, end of the end of chapter one, he says, "He said it was very good." And mm. but when you read through it, you said it was excellent. I love that. Yes. Oh. You mean in his reading um, last week? It is. Yeah. I wonder if that's so the. Ah, oh, I wonder if that's the. So in the reading, um, I want. Sorry, I'm going to look it up. We he reads from the New Living Translation, and yeah. so so in one twenty six. My New Living Translation uh, copy. I, I think it says very good, but one twenty six. Maybe a little different. Some different New Living Translations, but I don't know. It is. A, this was a slightly earlier uh, New Living Translation. This was the original New Living okay. Translation. And they did come up with a slightly revised. And it is, it is changed in some of the wording. Let me see. It's uh, 126. I like, I, like the word, I like the word excellent. <laughs> He, uh-huh. he, created, he did something excellent. I mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. Yes. That uh, is uh, a sweet, I mean, just to think of that, um, you know, to have that picture of the intention of what God, and to know that the restoration is where we're getting, and, and that restoration, I think, will we'll be even better than the original, you know, because of what we've got, which actually feeds into a little bit of a segue to Genesis, um, to the idea of Isaac and laughter. Um, Because you see this journey with Abraham and Sarah, and specifically Sarah and her laughter and the the road that it takes, you know, the first initial laugh. I mean, she's laughing, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of a, a... and disbelief. It's a yeah, little bit of a mock. Yeah. It's a little bit of a, and then she's overjoyed and she laughs again. And when Isaac is born, but it's kind of this wild laughter that has a little shades of 
possessiveness and a little obsession with Isaac and you've got this Hagar kind of and then finally um, you get to this laughter at the end where she's really gone through I think so much and she really understands this laughter of grace and it's and it's a better <laughs> I don't know it's a better laughter I, I, it, but you almost not that I don't know if we can improve upon but but there will be a story. I feel like when we get to heaven, it'll be not just excellent. It'll be even. Yes. It'll be something just glorious for, well, because of what we here. have gone through uh, and what I think he. Said, now, I think I, think I thought it said very right. good, and that brings me to another question okay, for Alan? you, Alan. Okay. Do you know uh, the? There were seven days of creation, well, six days of creation, and then God rested. All the six days of creation, after them, God said, and it was good to every day of the creation. Every day except one. There's one day that it doesn't record God said was good. Do you happen to know, know what day that was? Yeah, I, I remember you asking this question before. Oh, <laughs> I think I remember too, but I don't remember I the answer. Think, <laughs> I think it is so funny. Uh, t- speaking of laughter, right. it, it's so funny because could God have known that Monday was always going to be seen as Monday. a bad day, <laughs> a difficult Monday is day? Not. Oh. It, it was the yeah. It was the second day, that's and that's Monday. Um, that's anyway. interesting. Well, Alan, thank you so much. What are your Thanksgiving plans? Am I allowed to ask that? Uh, oh, I I I have a, a Christian brother and sister that's invited me over to their house. Oh, that's wonderful. wonderful. Well, enjoy that. Thank you so much. Uh, it's always fun when we know that Alan's on the line. Yeah. <laughs> We're so grateful for you, and thank you for your calls and your insight. Well, grateful and, for you. Yeah. Oh, of course. Thank you, Alan. All right. You have a good God week. God bless you. Have a Pleasure. good one. Be safe if you, if you have to Driving. be on the road. Yeah. Be safe. Well, okay? I, I'm on the road. Oh, what was that? Oh, so God, but God is with me. That's oh, yeah, right. That's he right. is. He goes before us. He hedges us in. Um, well, thanks, Alan. Let's see. So we'll get through Genesis. Okay, we can do this. Um, well, that, that laughter, um, I, I always think maybe it's just because it's the woman's perspective and so that Abraham and Sarah. I mean, in the very fact that, J, uh, that Isaac, I mean, the promised son, the one who... Um, you know, that that's yeah. the whole this without Isaac, the rest of it doesn't happen <laughs> as far yeah. as so this is it, and his name means laughter um and he laughs, and then the fact that his name uh does get changed uh, of course in to uh, no, I'm so sorry, that's right, no yeah. <laughs> I'm ahead of oh, myself really? no, well, I guess maybe um but the naming we don't want to necessarily downplay um 
though the naming of somebody and the importance oh, no. of it. Yeah. Um, one of the very first things that God asks of Adam is to give names to all of the animals. And so the name isn't necessarily just like, oh, let's just think of something that sounds funny and kind of interesting. I mean, there is a weight to it. There's a little bit of identity that is involved with these names. And, uh, um, and with the authority. Yes. That's part of the idea that you get yes, the name. Exactly. And we yeah. still have that today. I mean, you, when you name your child, you're, you're, there's weight there. It's a family name often or it's something that's meaningful and significant or it's a trait that you see even from birth. Uh-huh. <laughs> that way, And you think of Esau, heel grabber, yeah. um, only somebody that has that authority and that perspective like a parent with a newborn baby that knows that the baby was grabbing a heel is able to name and so that's a and so here they you know give this name he laughs laughter to Isaac and I think that's very significant because of the role that laughter played in Sarah's life there was Um, another uh, point uh of uh, I would say typology or okay. important important lesson that is pointed out in the story of uh, Eleazar, who was a servant yes. that God sent uh, Abraham sent his servant Eleazar out to find a bride for Isaac, mm-hmm. and that he became a type of the. Holy Spirit, who would go down, and who he yeah. is the agent of the new birth. He's the one that draws us to our need for a Savior, right. and to to, uh, to come to know Christ in salvation. So that's a, another example of typology. Mm-hmm. Now remember that Isaac was also to be offered up. Mm-hmm. There you have another of typology, yes. the father offering the son. And in the ram, mm-hmm. he said, where we find the sacrifice, and, and Abraham said, God will provide. So the ram becomes uh, an God's example provision. of mm-hmm. God's provision of that uh, mm-hmm. re- uh, sacrifice. Right, the, right. Uh, And that Jesus is the better ram. Yes, exactly. Jesus is the better Isaac. Jesus Mm -hmm. is the better Eleazar. The Holy Spirit is is the type, I guess, that he is the better Eleazar. Uh, And that does, you know, uh, um, yes, Isaac and Rebecca is one of the most healthy of the marriages <laughs> maybe this is just a little note yeah. to people um, it, of, of all of these uh, they're a little bit of a standout when it comes to um, marriages most uh, and as we'll see we'll try and go a little bit faster but for the most part there's not much drama there well, I mean well maybe only the maybe she wasn't the best mother <laughs> when they had children <laughs> yeah children <laughs> they were good until they had ch- children Remember that Rebecca was told by the Lord mm-hmm. ahead of time that twins. her the youngest son, um, mm-hmm. now the twins, are born at the same time, but mm-hmm. but um, Esau came out healed. first, mm-hmm. and then Jacob, and she was told that the younger 
would, the, the older would serve the younger. And that became a difficulty because I don't know if she shared that nude. I know. I've always wondered mm -hmm. that. And you also wonder, was she stepping, was what she did, it's always kind of hinted at that it wasn't a good thing, that there was a manipulative kind of spirit. There was a, but you also wonder, well, was she. When she, you talk about when she helped. uh, Yes, uh, Jacob. Jacob. To deceive. Getting the birthright. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this is the fame. I mean, these stories are all pretty famous. I mean, when we think of kind of Sunday school stories, um, mm-hmm. but here we are. So, uh, uh, Isaac, uh, Abraham has Eliezer, their oldest, most trusted servant, go and find a wife for Isaac. Uh, he does it by seeing which woman will water the camels and offer. And she says, I'll water those in. Let, how can I? No. Give him water, and then she also offers to water the camels. So, anyway, so yeah. this is the woman. So Rebecca and Isaac married. They have uh, sons, twins, like you said. So this is Jacob and Esau. Esau is born first. Jacob is born right after, holding on to Esau's heel. So he, Jacob is named Jacob because it he, means heel grabber. Esau is ruddy and red hair. And so Esau means red. They name him Red. Yeah. Hey, Red. <laughs> hey, Red. Hey, heel grabber. Uh, so Jacob <laughs> and Esau. And uh, uh, Rebecca is told that the younger, that the older will serve the younger as they get older, and as Isaac is um, coming probably to the end of his time. Um, Jake, Rebecca tells Jacob to go ahead and uh, get that birthright, to go in and to get the blessing from his father by pretending to be Esau. And uh, Jacob has, or Isaac has, a little bit of an affinity to Esau as like the ruddy older brother, the kind of the, and then man. Yeah. Rebecca has a little bit of a soft heart for, um, Jacob. Jacob. And so there was maybe some, something there, but yes, but, uh, Rebecca helps the, helps that little prophecy along what she's told. She says, well, let's make that happen. And I don't know. We don't know whether most of the, Much of the time, it seems like people in the Bible, they get in trouble when they begin to try to help God out. (laughs) Right. You know, it's usually better to just trust God and let God work unless he tells you to do something. Uh, Sometimes we're not very good at we're not very impartial mm-hmm. in the way we want to help God out. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. If it, maybe I'm trying to think of a time in Scripture when someone is told something is going to happen, and they don't. They do. Or they don't help him. They they sit. They trust and receive it and and let it play out. See. Um, what happens? I mean, my initial thought was Mary, uh, but I don't know that Mary would have wanted to help that one along. <laughs> you know, um, you know, Mary's told she's going to have a son, and she says, okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, she, and she does, and she didn't do anything to help that along. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of. 
But I guess the maybe. I think of Jesus. Sure. Who said, I could have called 10,000 angels, but mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could have done. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Helping the father along with it wouldn't you have been. I could have done something, exactly. right. Mm. But uh, so Rebecca, so, and that's true. We don't know necessarily a, a what if or a what. So she does do this. My, I think what we do know is that it would have happened. I mean, God would have had it happen, and most likely it wouldn't have been as painful <laughs> as it is when we try to intervene. Um, yeah. He will have it, but at the same time, all of the all of what happens after that is a part of what yeah. forms Jacob. Right. Jacob. So Jacob goes through, I mean, a lot of misery because of what he did. He has to flee because he's because Esau's going to kill him mm-hmm. because of what he did in stealing the blessing. He goes to Laban, um, Laban his t- uncle. Take advantage yeah. of him. So he misses. He doesn't get to be with his father when his father dies. He misses Isaac's death, right? He misses, I think, even his mother's death. So he doesn't get to see yeah. Rebecca ever again. He goes and is deceived and works seven years for uh, Rachel's hand in marriage. He's given Rebecca. He works another Leah. seven years. Oh, Leah. Leah. Sorry. Yes. Leah. He works another seven years. He's given finally Rachel. And, and he has to work another, another seven years oh to get uh, uh, that would to get his wealth, um, his herds built up, mm-hmm. and that's interesting because on the way up there, he said, "If you will help me establish my home and family and give and give me wealth and mm-hmm. to, to care, I will worship you." Mm-hmm. And so when he's coming back, he sees that God has kept his promise, and he has been with him, he has prospered him, protected him, and so that's when he has the ladder, stairway to heaven, mm-hmm. uh, the ladder, the angels come in and going, mm-hmm. which is also seen as a type of Christ, mm-hmm. the stairway, the, the connecting Mm-hmm. Connecting him uh, right. to God, and his name is changed. Yes, become name changes yes. to Israel mm-hmm. because he wrestled with God and won, uh, and that is so uh, indicative. I mean, that is that's, that's so very Jacob. I mean, his life is marked by. I mean, even from the very beginning, he's grabbing Esau's heel, heel mm-hmm. grabber, just kind of this wrestling with everything seems so very hard, even getting married. <laughs> he yes. ends up having to work, you know, 14 years. It's just difficult. He's wrestling. And you see that um, with this wrestling with God, you would think, okay, he's got the wife that he wants. He's got the wealth, but he still has, he's going, he wants to go back to his homeland. He's still though not safe. I mean, there's still Esau so he's going, and this goes back to that. But he he has a humble. He does approach Esau very humbly. He recognizes that what he did was harmful and hurtful, and he goes and and is is very prostrate. And so that reunion's a neat thing. You see that humility kind of. Be
well-being. You can tell his life has been worked on. That's our music. That's the end. Oh, oh. I'm going to have to search my my sermon notes for what were the The specific seven God's people. Yes. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, you all, and we will see you next week. We're looking forward to getting into Exodus. God bless. The Bible Live is dedicated to helping restore the Bible to our culture. Mailing address is P.O. Box 18888. That's Box 18888. San Antonio, Texas 78218. Hear the entire Bible every year on The Bible Live, weeknights at 930 on this great station. Then join Soapy every Sunday evening at 9 o'clock for fun, inspiration, and valuable prizes on The The Bible Bible Live Quiz Show. Show. Visit our website, BibleLive.com. That's BibleLive.com for more information about Soapy and the Bible Live broadcast. You may also order materials at the website and make tax-deductible donations to help minister to our military personnel and broadcast the entire Bible every year to America and the world. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.